This program is brought to you by Bible Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. We want to welcome you to join us for another lesson in Bible Basics, and the topic of Christ Defended. We continue our series today on the book of Colossians. Last week, in chapter 1, we saw Christ declared by the church in its preaching the gospel. This week, we will look at chapter 2 and the topic of Christ defended. In the first century, as is true today, there are many false doctrines that were being taught in the name of Christ. Paul defended the doctrine of Christ in his purity as he lays out three points of contention. First, Paul warns to beware of empty philosophies and doctrines, verses 1 through 10. It is stressed in verse, verses 2 through 7 that we can have full assurance and understanding that which at one time was a mystery, but is now made fully known. That mystery was also discussed in Ephesians verse, uh, chapter 3, verse 6, where Paul gave the answer or the understanding of that mystery when he said that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs and of the same body and partakers of his promise in Christ by the gospel. In other words, God's plan to reconcile both Jew and Gentile back to a covenant relationship with himself is now understandable and where the Christian finds his hope. You see, God sent down this divine plan by the Holy Ghost so that it could be prophesied about and preached to the world, even though that prior to this time, it was a mystery. And even the angels desired to see what the answer to that mystery was. 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 11 and 12. Paul makes it known that it is only in Christ that this wisdom and knowledge is found, verse 3. And Paul reminds the readers that they must be cautious not to allow others to beguile them. Beguile means to be cheated or deceived. You see, when men are taught false doctrine about salvation, they are cheated out of the salvation that is found in Christ. The Christian must remain in the doctrine of Christ that was first received from the scriptures and then walk in them if they want to see salvation, verses 4 through 10. Secondly, Paul describes the false doctrines of the day there in verses 11 through 19 by comparing the true doctrine to the false doctrine that was being taught. In verses 11 through 13, he describes the true doctrine by describing the death, burial, and resurrection by which every Christian is baptized and, uh, as the text said, quickened or to be made alive in. Then he describes the false teaching of the first century Judaism, verses 13b going down through verse 17. How that circumcision of the flesh brought death, uh, uh, brought death. But life is going to be brought through Christ. And with that life, forgiveness of sin, verse 13. Then he goes in and describes the ceremonial law there in verses 14 through 16. 
And he explains to them that it is only the shadow of what would be in Christ. And it is going to be fulfilled in the new covenant and the law of Christ, verse 17. Paul then finishes this point by describing the Gnostic doctrines of hidden knowledge and the worshiping of angels. And he says it only adds to being uh, puffed up or in gaining an ego and enlarging a sense of self which is not found in Christ, verses 18 and 19. And then as Paul begins to wind up this chapter, he closes it by showing how that man-made doctrines are not compatible to the doctrine of Christ, verses 20 through 23. This third point, he begins there in verse 20, when he explains that when one died to the foundational teaching of the world that they are no longer subject to the ordinances taught by the world. The touch not, taste not, and handle not, verses 20 and 21. You know, this goes back to what he wrote to the Romans in Romans chapter 12, uh, verses 1 and 2, when he would remind them there uh, that he beseeched them by the mercies of God, that they would take and present their bodies as living sacrifices, holy and acceptable unto God, which was their reasonable service. And then he reminded them to be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and the perfect will of God. You see, that is that dying to the foundation teachings or the rudiments as as the King James says of the world. Paul finishes with the admonition that to follow the false doctrines of the world only appears to be wise by the rigor or the strictness of the devotion to commands, but it can't save the soul. It only makes one feel good in the flesh, verses 22 and 23. You see, the Christian in order to have salvation, must be obedient to the true gospel of Jesus Christ. And our worship, our worship must be done in spirit and in truth. You see, God's spirit. And in order to worship him, we must worship him in spirit and in the truth that he sent in order to be saved in Christ. Now, when one considers the doctrines taught today in the name of Christian religion, it is easy to see that they do not agree even with each other, much less to the Bible. Paul advises us to prove all things, hold fast to that which is good, 1 Thessalonians 5 and verse 21. Only when the doctrine agrees with the Bible can it save the soul. Are you willing to examine the doctrines that you have been following to the doctrine sent to us by the Savior? If you have questions, you need only to look to the Bible for the true answers from God. Then you too can have full assurance of the things on which your faith is built. 
We want to thank you for joining us this morning in our study, and we hope to see you again next week for another lesson in Bible Basics. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting our website, BibleWayMedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.